Yes, yes, y'all. What's going on? My name is MC Till. Welcome to the Boom Bap chat. We have a, a fantastic guest that I'm going to introduce in just a moment. You might, uh, if you're watching the live feed, you might notice that we are without Profound, who's usually here. Uh, and if you've been following the show, you know that Profound's son is an amazing football player. And uh, Pro got called up to to go to a practice tonight with his son. So he's doing that. So much love uh, to Profound. And Ayo Moss, as you know, uh, is in the academic world. And uh, he's teaching a class tomorrow morning very early. So we we always support uh, advancing and, and imparting wisdom to the young people. So salute to Profound and, and Ayo Moss uh, uh, and peace to them. So uh, they'll be back soon, though. And also want to say, if you don't have our book yet, oh, you got to get it. It's the Boom Bap Review right here. Boom Bap Review, Volume 5. Our guest tonight is actually in this book. His new album is in here. Uh, make sure you get that. You can go to boombapreview.com. Or you can go to Amazon, get it off of there. It's very easy. Just search Boom Bap Review and uh, check it out there. So without further ado, uh, let me introduce our, our amazing guest tonight. Uh, we have a titan of an artist tonight. He has a voice that demands our attention. His lyrics challenge, inspire, and engage. His production is some of the finest around. It's like a, it's like gritty. It's a little boom bap. It's a bunch of soul, little dust and mystery. It's just, it's a really cool sound that he has. It's just dope. His most recent album, Permanently Black Face, the first expression, is one of the best albums of 2023. And it's going to have replay value for years and years to come. Mark my words. And I'd like to introduce to some and reintroduce to others as I welcome our guest to the Boom Bap Chat. Luca, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, bro. Happy to be here, man. That was a hell of an introduction, too. Thank you oh. for that. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm uh, But yeah, man, peace to y'all for having me on, man. And salute salute the homie with the, with the, with the son as a football player. And salute the homie that's teaching academics, man. You know what I'm saying? Both great jobs, fatherhood and being a professor. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Salute for to sure, them. for sure. Yeah. And we'll we'll definitely have to have you back on, man, because I I know they they would really love you, um, and really appreciate you know what you bring, uh, you know, with your mm -hmm. music. So so yeah, so we'll definitely have to plan on that for sure. So um, coming from Memphis, man, I'm curious to know uh, who were some of like your first artists that you like that inspired you to like pick up the pen and, and, and get into music and do it that's it's a it's a it's a depth question and a depth answer um a deep one um because crucial conflict hey was the song that made me want to actually pick up the pen but i've heard and i was listening to other music prior of course three six mafia yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Play or Fly uh, was big on my radar because that's the neighborhood I'm from, I'm from South Memphis. Um, so Play or Fly was big. Um, a Ball and MJG, of course, Tila, things of that nature. But it was almost like listening to that, it was like that was the soundtrack of living in Memphis. So it kind of wasn't like, oh, you should do what Project Pack is doing in rapping because it was almost like you saw all of the stuff that they were rapping about it. And it it was, you were living that culture yeah. of Memphis hip hop every day. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yo Gotti, things of that nature, um, people like that. And it wasn't until I think I was in third or fourth grade, um, we were at a sock hop 
in a, <laughs> and they play Hey in the Middle of the Born and the beat just came on with that bass line. And like, for some reason, they were playing the real version then. Like, it wasn't a clean version <laughs> in whole grade. <laughs> so it fell through. Um, yeah, that fell through beat, the cracks. That beat started playing G, and the the the, the side cop went crazy. Mm. And they came in with all these different styles. Some guy had one of the guys had a high pitched voice. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it. It kind of, I was like, hold on, bro. And then I saw how the crowd was reacting to it. Mind you, I've seen us react to Three Six Mafia, but that's how we're supposed to react. Right. You yeah. Know what yeah. I'm saying it's, it's, it kind of goes with that. They're rapping about what we're doing. Yeah. In a sense. You know what I'm saying? But when Crucial Conflict, hey, um, when that dropped that night, well, that day at the Sockop, I was just like, yeah, I might got to pick up a pen if this is what this is making people doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, of course, I didn't pick up the pen. I was just freestyling, and yeah, I said yeah. the n word a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I was trying to rap, rap fast like them. Yeah, 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 and, 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 yeah. And so it just come out with the n word a lot. My mom and them used to laugh at me. Um, and it, um, I started taking when I actually picked up the pen for real. Is when my auntie sat me down. She was like, "All right, look, you're gonna have to take this serious." This is one of those take series, take this rap stuff series. And yep. I wrote my first rhyme with her. With your aunt? Um, yeah, my aunt. That, she she had a little verse on it and everything. I was going by the that, name Blaze. Blaze, yeah, yeah. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was the song. That was the song in the moment that I was like, yeah, I want to rap. I want to be a rapper. But I didn't pick up my first pen and actually write my first song until my aunt. Um, she was just like, yo, if you're gonna do this, then let, let's do it. We make the beat and everything that, that same day. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's dope. So like, you know, when I when I hear the term Memphis hip hop, I there's immediate sound that comes to my brain, you know, just mm -hmm. you know, just from you know, hearing a lot of you know stuff from Memphis. Would you say would you describe Memphis as having like a, a sound, um, like the Memphis hip hop sound? Yeah, we have the sound that mainstream, the commercial, yeah, that, that they yeah. know us for. Yeah. Like, and even the underground sound. Um, yeah, most definitely we have a sound. The game is our sound right now. Mm. Um, if, if you if you want to be honest about it, at least the our sound is the foundation of how it sounds now. You, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, DJ Paul. And Juicy J and even the cats before that, Squeaky and Zert, all those cats, man, like they play a big part in how it sounds today. Yeah. And I'm not just being biased. Like you can listen to it. Everybody's resampling their stuff. Yeah. You know and sampling their stuff. So it's just like, I mean, the proof is there. So yeah. But yeah, so I when, think we have a sound. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I was just curious to know what you, you know, being from Memphis, growing up in it, if if you know you, you you felt like Memphis had that same sound. So your sound is much different than that kind of Memphis, the stereotypical Memphis sound. Was that, was that inspired by Hay or was that inspired by your aunt? Or like, mm -hmm. how did you, you know, well, it always intrigues me how like, you know, someone growing up hearing that sound, but yet you, your sound is very, very different from it. Um, so I, I went through multiple phases. Mm. 
So um, I went through, once I started writing, I went through my mental self, the, what we know. Yeah. Um, I went through that. I, my mom introduced me to Slick Rick. So that kind of like, okay, hold on. This is a little different. Yeah. I didn't know we could kick it like this. So I started exploring the storytelling world. So automatically when I started exploring that, exploring that lyrically, my beats started to change mm. to go along with the storytelling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I was, I, I would make songs about a woman having a stammering problem. So to, and she was in love with this guy. This is a real song. She was in love with this guy, um, and to get his attention, she would scat because she had a stammering problem. Mm. So I told, yeah, I, I, um, I, t I told stories like that. So it would sound kind of crazy me rapping that beautiful story over a juicy J kind of beat. You know sure. what I'm saying? That's no disrespect. Yeah. yeah, it's just like how 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 would that coexist? How would that exist together? So it's just. Um, so my beats started shifting because um, of Slick Rick, and I was exploring the storytelling world. And then I went through the when Soldier Boy got hot. <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I went through that phase. Yep, yep. I was like, okay, what are we doing now? What is hip hop like? Yeah. So, all right, fast forward. My mom's, I was, you know what I mean? Um, regular stories of a black man in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, she felt that like in order for me to make it out of this, I had to really see what was out there. So my mom's would send me to Chicago for like the summer with my uncle. Um, my uncle HB was one of my teachers. Mm. He's the reason why him and I, I, I'm gonna circle back around to my uncle Fathom Nine, who's here in Memphis. But um, I'm let me know if I'm taking. You could, man. No, you're, I love I hearing about. I love hearing about like how uh, family influences you. I, I think that's yeah. dope. Yeah. So my uncle, um, he was he's a one of my favorite rappers, Bill MC out of Chicago. So automatically, when you think of Chicago, you're thinking about Common, mm -hmm. Lupe, No ID, you know, all all the cast from the shot. You know what I'm saying? Twister, Crucial Conflict, all of it. Anyway, so. One day I spit rhymes to him and he straight up told me it was bubblegum. He told me it was corny. He told me it was whack. And as a young kid, that hurt your feelings a little bit. Yeah. So he came back and was like, all right, man, look, if you're going to do this, you got to know where it's been, where mm. it's at, where it's going. Yeah. He introduced me immediately to my favorite rapper right now. He's my number one, Nas. Mm. Um, he played, the first joint was Live at the Barbecue. He started me there. So he was like, all right, Lodge Professor, MC Search, all those cats. I'm learning about all of that just because of Nas. And those cats are before Nas. Right. I'm not even knowing, I'm not knowing that he's about to split this shit yep. afterwards starting with Nas, you know what I'm saying? Because that's his favorite rapper. Mm -hmm. So, started with Nas, that fucked my mind up. Then he played Illmatic after that. Fucked my mind up. And I was just like, okay, hold on, bro. Like, yeah, it, you know, it was, you know what I'm saying? 
um, I wasn't getting this down back home. You know what I'm saying? Right. This, yeah. is, this is just like mind boggling right now. So um, he was like, all right, cool. Since you like that, then he took me back to Rockham. He started showing me the tree from where Nas came. And then he started breaking. He was like, yeah, this is Rockham seed. This is Fuji rap seed. Mm-hmm. I stories, and then he'll break off into KRS one and and after them up. It, it was a whole lesson sitting there for hours at the kitchen table. And so he would play, he he took me all the way back. And then he brought me to where we were now. I mean, at that time. And he was like, all right, take all of this and do whatever you want with it, basically. So I went home. And I automatically just tried to do something different because I was like, man, this is, this is, this is eye-opening, bro. Like mm. my brain just, I was, a, I was immediately attached to the sound of it. You know what I'm saying? It was something different. It was something new. Who doesn't like something different? It's something new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and <clears throat> I remember this is around the time my homie, um, my homie Sonny Katz, he I feature I feature him on a lot of my stuff. He actually did the permanently blackface album cover. He drew that. Oh, dope. Um, yeah. Um, he brought Fruity Loops around this time. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So we we were learning to produce, and I just was like studying like Nas's production on Illmatic and learning that Q-Tip was one of the producers, large professor, Primo. Yeah. This is all the stuff I'm starting to learn by myself yep, without yep. him, like, showing me. So it was just like, okay, I went through my phase of sounding like them. You know what I'm saying? If all, all of the phases that I went through was to get me to where I am right now. I like to call myself, I'm a rap mutt. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I got a little bit of West in me. I got a little bit of the East and a lot of South in me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I am a student of this shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So, um, so then I had an uncle back home named Fathom Nine. This is where the other side of Memphis um, sound comes from. There's an underground scene that nobody knows about here mm. in Memphis that actually sounds like boom bap and yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? That's here. You know what right. I'm saying? They tried to make it out. A lot of unfortunate situations. Um, long story short, they would say, yo, this is hard, but we're looking for that no limit type of shit. Right. right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sure. they were going through that type of shit. Kind of like the shit that I, I go that I have gone through doing what I do. Yeah. Saying that they're looking for the next money bag, yo, or something like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Or something like that. Anyway, so my uncle Fathom Nine, he was, part, he was a part of that scene that I'm talking about. And he was a part of a group called Genesis Experiment. And it was him from Memphis, and there was an MC from Chicago, mm. and there was an MC from New York. So they had a group called Genesis, Genesis Experiment here. And they made like the un- like they used to compare my uncle to um to um oh my god wow. Pharaoh Munch. Oh, I love Pharaoh yeah. Munch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. So he he used to get compared to him a lot in Buster stuff like that. So yeah, um 
he was another cat that kind of like steered me the way I am right now because when I would kick raps to him as well, he was like, yeah, that shit's whack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and they would say that shit. It just make you, that shit helped me develop. Yeah, you know I bet. Telling me, yeah, telling me that shit's whack. Right. You know what I'm saying? My mom's handed me Shakespeare books telling me like, yo, if you want to be poetic and you want to do something different and you want to learn some new words, here, just take these books. And like, me reading Romeo and Juliet and the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like crazy, crazy stuff like that. Like my my mom's is a singer, um, so she writes and she sings. My grandmother was a singer. My father was a DJ. Mm, so so. It, it's it's kind of in me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And and yeah, bro. I mean, that story's all over the place. It's really longer than that. Um, I just wanted to give a shorter version and. And, and introduce you to the pieces yeah that got me to this sound you know what i'm saying so it's my uncles and my mom my auntie and i grew up in the house you know where like one of my aunties she was really into rock and country and shit like that you know what i'm saying also wow. the 90s r&b and all of that shit my my other auntie who wrote the rap with me you know what i'm saying that's how i found out about mystical and, mm. and, and Buster and Bone Thugs and shit like that. Meanwhile, my mom, she's singing soul. Aretha Franklin, that's my favorite singer. Aretha Franklin, she introduced me to Ella Fitzgerald, jazz, shit like mm. that. So all this shit is going on in my house. So I, I it was kind of impossible for me to sound a way where a person could box me in. Yo, that's dope. That that's super dope. And we'll get into the album, but I just want to pause and, and make a little plug to people that are tuning in. If they've not heard your album, Permanently Blackface, the first expression, just think about what you just heard. You got country music running through. You got Shakespeare being handed to <laughs> Luca. You got soul music, jazz. You got the influence from Memphis, from Chicago, yeah. from New York City. And I'm telling you, man, if you listen to this album, Permanently Blackface, you can kind of feel like it's it's just a different sound. So if you think of all those all those things pouring into Luca, like that kind of comes out, you know, in, the, in that album. And it's just like rare, very unique album. So I want to make a plug for that for that album. If, if, if that sounds interesting to you, go listen to that album because it's really, really dope. So we'll, we'll get into that more later. But, yeah, that's really fascinating that all these you have all these, you know, experiences through family and vast, you know, music and regional you know influences yeah. what's the your artist I, I missed the name your uncle in chicago that's the mc what's his name his name is hb soul hb soul hb soul the policy king i'll send you some of his stuff okay because i almost marad and profound who are usually here they're from chicago originally so oh they, shit they okay. might i, I bet you. they've heard of hb Soul. so i wouldn't be surprised they make sure you put um he used to be part of this clique uh, the Chicago group called Illiso. Illiso? Illiso, like I-L-L-I-S-O-U-L. Illiso, like Illiso. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah, like, so, like the yeah. state, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's dope. So, yeah, so yeah, that was, yeah, and um, Phil G was part of that joint. Anyway, they, they probably know those guys. They might, <laughs> yeah, I, I would yeah. assume. So, it makes sense. I read this article recently about you 
and I think it was from a few years ago, but you in it, you talked about being the bridge between mainstream and underground and kind of makes sense as I'm listening to you, all these different experiences. It's like you have, I feel like you have, you know, great affinity for like the Memphis sound and for the boom bap sound and for, you know, all these different things. So it makes sense that you would be a bridge, you know, between those two. Yeah, man. I, it, like I said, like, I, man, listen, Mr. Don't Play by Project Pat, Getty Green, Land of Smackdown, Cliff Lotta Game, those, those lists. I've seen yeah. uh, <clears throat> those 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 albums, man. I am Memphis, so it's yeah. it's just like Memphis is known for being mainstream. I don't think it's that, but that's what it is right now. You know sure. what I'm saying? Um, um, but when you are Memphis, you're automatically like in some sort of way bridging a gap because of where you come from. I don't know if that makes sense yeah. along what I just said to you, but it's it's almost like being from Memphis, you kind of have a job to bridge a gap because of how hard it is to come from here, what we had to do, being overlooked, trying yeah. to do something different that sounds like us and 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 add, you know what I'm saying? Some of the cats they used to DJ were from New York and came down here and you know what I'm saying? And 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 was witnessing the cats slow down and stuff. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a gap, that's that's a pipeline right there. The 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 New York cats coming to DJ, they seeing the Memphis DJs slow down records and stuff like that. Oh, they wanna be a part of that. And they bring in their type of stuff and then they start experiencing, yeah, you know I mean, it's you gotta kind of bridge the gap and like I'm trying to create that Memphis, New York pipeline right now with all the people I'm working with up in New York. Like, no. just because um, I think it's important to include the birthplace. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I think it's important to go up there to the birthplace and, and show you their skills. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, they, they mean something. So yeah. I gotta. I gotta be the the bridge, uh, and me being Memphis automatically makes just you saying I'm from Memphis is a weight itself. It holds mm -hmm. weight itself, um, and and you know what I'm saying. So that's automatically commercial mainstream. You hear that, you automatically think, oh, I know how he sounds. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Did then you you turn it on. You like hold on, this shit taking me a little yeah. different direction real quick. What are you on real quick? But it's still Memphis though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's one thing I appreciate about your music is because you know, there, there are people that are not going to listen, you know, to, you know, the, the more traditional Memphis sound, the Three Six Mafias and all that. But you know, that every like I said before, everyone has a voice, you know, and I think it's important to listen to voices. And so Cats that'll still listen to like the boom bap stuff, they'll listen to your stuff, but they'll still get that, you know, Memphis experience, you know, through your music. So they're still they're still getting it just, you know, through a different platform, which they wouldn't have exactly. got before. Do you ever get people to say things like, Oh, I don't like Memphis hip hop, but I like you? You ever get that? I don't know if it's been said like that, but I mean yeah, yeah, and what and didn't anyone say it like that, but yeah, I've gotten that before. Yeah. Cause I hear people I, not oh, go ahead. 
Go, go, go. I was gonna say, I, not particular to Memphis, but I've heard people say that about different rappers in the South. Like, oh, I don't really mess with Southern rappers, but I like, you know, Little Brother or I like this group, you know. And it's like, huh? Why can't you just say I like Little Brother, <laughs> you know? Or man, I like this, I mean, you know? Man, teach is on. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, true. I, I mean, let's see. I like the st- I love the Steelers, but I do not like Kenny Pickett. Oh, you don't I like what? What'd you say? I like I said, I, I said I don't like Kenny Pickett as our oh. quarterback, but I love the Steelers. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So it's just like, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I really don't care at the yeah. end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, sure. It's, it's I, I, and secretly they bumping that shit anyway because you can't escape it. Right. The yeah. South, the South is winning, so like, you know, right. what I'm saying, yeah, you at some club, you in some car, you watch some movie, <laughs> yeah. The South shit is being played in your face, and you're nodding your head, so you're seeing right. fucking bumping shit anywhere. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, for sure, for sure, so, no doubt. All right, so before we get into this album um, and celebrate this album that you made recently. I do want to ask you a few uh, non non music related questions and then some fun questions. I also read in an interview that you coached <clears throat> basketball and tutored students for a little while. God damn, what interview was this? <laughs> it was in it. I just go- I just googled it. it was in um I think it was a Memphis like entertainment music yeah, magazine of some true. sort. Yeah, that's true, man. I, I was um so it was three things for me, man. Um, growing up. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm not gonna hustle forever. Yeah. Um, so it was like, all right, I know I want to do music. What do I enjoy doing other than music? Oh, let's get back to the community. Or I could do something dealing with technology. You mm. know what I'm saying? I, I I love that shit. I went to um college, South a community college for a year and a half for computer engineering. Okay. So um did that. Had to come out of that because I wouldn't get no money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And so I was like, all right, community and get money. So I started I started um tutoring at my old elementary school. I got a job there doing it. That was real easy because all my old teachers and principals and stuff were there. So you know what I'm saying? And Dope. they knew they knew me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that was cool. Um I went to another job. Um, it was this spot called Knowledge Quest in South Memphis. It was dope because it was still in the neighborhood and um it was owned by this church. And it was like an after school program where I would have the um four through six, I think, at the time. I had like a classroom of fifteen to twenty. And I'm in there helping them with their homework, having fun with them, joking, kidding around. And then I ended up in the actual school. Um, my elementary was the actual school system, but I really ended up in the school system when I got to Hanley. Um, Hanley became a school owned by LA, which is fucking crazy. Uh, they, LA representatives in schools came down and made it a charter school. But kept it handy. Okay. So, yeah, they brought LA to Memphis, and that was a whole thing that I used to tell them, like, yo, you can't treat these kids here how you treat those kids there. 
It's, yeah. It's two different cultures. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that's another story. Um, I was there for like four or five years. I was coaching basketball and campus monitor, and I was tutoring, teaching, reading, and math after school. Okay. That's dope. What what grade uh coaching? Like what what grade were the kids? I had the middle school boy, so it was six through eight. Okay. That's a uh, yeah. I wonder what that's like. Cause I <laughs> my son is in third grade and the school was trying to get a team and it kept sending these emails out. We don't have a coach, we don't have a coach. So finally the last email was like, We don't get a coach by the end of the day, we're not gonna have a team. So I was like, Oh shoot. And I play and I play ball. Like I played ball since I was a kid. So I was like, All right, yeah, let me let me go ahead. <laughs> But man, that's so fun, hey. what's that? It's fun. You, so you do it? I do it. I yeah, yeah, I do it. I there's I, we have like a, a team of coaches now because I recruited a, f- a few other folks and and so okay. we kind of do it together. But yeah, it's but third grade. This I don't know, man. Third graders, I I think the older kids might be a little more. I don't know, easier maybe. I don't know what the right term is because third graders, it's like if I can just get them to run to the right place on the court, it's like all right, we succeeded, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of I don't, I, I don't know what it is, but this generation, like when I was in third grade, I was man cold as shit in basketball. That's what I'm saying. That's what I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like you know I re, saying? like the basketball, like I the basketball IQ I remember was much higher. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's yeah. COVID. You know, they they had I, a lot of kids. I, I actually had, think so. They're technology babies, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah, I remember you're right. just wanting to be outside. Right. I didn't give a fuck about them. I had a game system. I didn't care. You know right, yeah. We outside. You right. know what I'm saying? Mama telling me to go outside, that's a dream. All right, cool. I ain't yeah. coming back. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know no, I think, so, yeah. I think they technology right. babies, man. Like, you you kind of how can I explain? Because I I saw it. It was just like yeah, man. These kids would rather be on iPads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they'd rather be exercising their brain, whether it's wrong or in the right way, right. on this iPad, than actually doing something physical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yes. it, was, it was it was wild, man. It's wild. <laughs> It's a, different, it's a different day. That's for sure. Yeah. Different day. Yeah. But that's cool. All right. So a few fun questions. Um, thinking about hip hop music, Outcast. Do you have a favorite Outcast album? That's crazy, man. I was just talking to my homie Jay about this. Uh, and you may not. Maybe tie. Maybe a two way tie, three way tie. It's a it's a tie between ATL and Equimini. Mm, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. It's a super tie. But if 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 I'm, if I'm, all right, so put it like this. If I'm on the road to Texas or something, I'm going to throw AT Aliens first. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But but they're a tie when I think about it. If I got to yeah. sit and think, yeah. You know I think, so. the, the way I think about those two albums, I think I prefer AT Aliens a little bit more. I like that album a little bit more. Yeah. But, like, if I step back and just, like, think about the albums, I think Equimini is the better album, like analytically. Yep. It's just so there's so much musicianship on that album, yep. and it's just like yep. it's eclectic, but tied together. It's a it's an amazing hey, album. It, it was almost like they, not saying that they didn't figure it out the first two, but it's like yeah, they didn't yeah. figure it out on Equimini. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, all everything about that album, from the lyrical abilities to the to the stories on that joint, like Jazzabelle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying no, no, no. No, that's on AT Aliens. Yeah, I that's think, on AT Aliens. What's the Thanks. what's the one? Um, damn man, I... <laughs> yeah, there's one. I forget. I forget all these oh, names. Oh, now. It's a story. Yeah, yeah, it's a story on that joint. How long? But the horns. There's a. I forget the one. There's one that has these horns on it. It's like one of my favorite beats of all time. Yeah, we both both got pulled this up. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, spot the OG was crazy. Oh damn! Well, you know what, bro? Is it on AT Aliens? Yo, AT Aliens is the better album. <laughs> it might. I mean, it's a pretty dope yeah, album. And hey, no, no. Oh lord, I got it all confused, bro. Jazzy nah. Bell. Jazzabelle is crazy. Aquemini, I think they figured it out sound-wise. But I don't think they were crazy as they were lyrically on A.T. Yelly. Yeah, because, like, Wheels of Steel was fucking insane. Man. Jazzabelle Elevate. Yeah, nah. There's a reason why I would put AT Aliens on first now. There you go. <laughs> I, I have to say, ATL, I, you'd be hard-pressed um, to find a better intro sequence than AT Aliens. The intro is dope. Uh, Two Dope Boys is super dope. AT Aliens and Wheels of, Wheels of Steel. Like the, the way they sequenced that album was super, super dope. What would be your favorite joint on there if you had to choose? On AT Aliens? Man. It's a great question. Probably, probably Wheels of Steel. Probably. I don't know. I I love that album. Wheels of Steel is crazy. Two dope, I also love Even, Two Dope Boys. Those are crazy, but I honestly just got to say, I, I mean, people probably be like, yeah, we know you're going to choose that, but I think Elevators is one of their craziest songs. It's of a great all song. That on AT Aliens and the Aquimini song on Aquimini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great songs. Yeah, great yeah. Songs. you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, those are my joints on that joint. All right, next Aquimini, fun... Aquimini. Next fun question. I, yeah, I don't want to assume I know. Do you... Ghetto Boys with Willie D... Or Ghetto Boys with Big Mike. Man, I hope my homie Jay is watching this because we <laughs> were just arguing about this. Like, oh yeah, literally two hours ago. I'm excited to see yeah. what you say. I mean, because I, I, I got to take you full circle, bro. Because <laughs> I'm a little upset with the homie Willie D on why they ended the the Ghetto Boy podcast over the yeah, everything. Dope. Did, did you see that? I did, man. Uh, yeah, I was like, yo, why, bro? Like, but anyway, so I brought that up because I love Big Mike until they'll do us part, man. That's a crazy fucking album, bro. But it ain't like having Willie D, bro. <laughs> it's like, yo, when Willie D is there, it's like the 
ghetto boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can't be stopped. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, like, I see that. Me, yeah, it's it's the Willie D voice. And even when Bushwick was rhyming, it was different until they'll do us part. He was snapping, but when Willie write for him, you can tell. Mm. Yeah. You know I what can, I'm saying? I can see that. So, I just I just feel like if there's no oh, go ahead. I, did I cut you off? No, I was just gonna say the resurrection album, like I was just telling my homie Jay, is one of the greatest rap group albums of all time, period. It's a good album. And I mean that album is front to back. You had Larry Hoover on there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Like when I was young, knowing what everything was, because that shit was going on in the neighborhood, I, it made me I was intrigued. I was like, who are these niggas? Why do yeah, how do they have Larry Hoover on here? I mean, I knew I knew who they were, but it was almost like who they think they are. You yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. You know yeah. What I'm so, yeah. Yeah. And for me, it was education. I was like, who? Because I, I didn't know. I was like, who is this? So I, you know, do my yeah. research and learn about it. And yeah, that's a great out. And The World is a Ghetto. That's one of my favorite Ghetto Boy songs. I love that Man, song. The World it's, is a Ghetto, First Light of the Day, uh, yeah. Time Taker, Ghetto time Boys takers, and though. Girls, yeah. Ghetto Fantasy. Like, yeah, ghetto. yes. <laughs> yeah. I all know. Of those. I know, but still, man, till death do us part. I think that's my favorite Ghetto Boys album. I love that. I'm album. not mad at that though. I'm it's you can't be album. mad at it. It's a phenomenal album. Yeah. Man. Six Feet Deep is one of the craziest songs ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My shit on there is Crooked Officer. I love Crooked yeah. Officer. Yeah. Murder out the midnight. Yeah. Um, um Crooked officer, what's the other joint? Uh, the the possible straight gangsterism. Yeah, that's a good. One. Uh, big Mike solo joint. Yes, it's crazy. The um, the uh, the posse cut on there. Bring it on. I, that's one of the best posse cut. Like the energy on that. Phenomenal. My brain ain't as good as it was. Ghetto boy. Yeah, I just I just feel like if you take context away, like if if you were an alien coming to you know Earth and you heard a Ghetto Boys Never album, happened. yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> or, oh, yeah. serial! What was the one? The serial killer, serial killer, where all the serials in it. That was dope. Um, yeah, if you if you're like an alien, you come to this planet and you hear like a Ghetto Boys album with Willie D and a Ghetto Boys album with Mike Big Mike, I feel like you're gonna go with Big Mike. I mean, no shade that Willie. Because you don't know no better. That's what I'm saying. If you don't know any better, but I, yeah. I feel like I feel like yeah, in context matters, of course. So, but if you know the history, then you know Ghetto Boys is not Ghetto Boys without Bushwick, Fakes, and Willie. Yeah, yeah, true. true I true, mean, true, true. yeah, it's just it's just what it is. I do. I think that the the they were lyrically better than. Do I think Big Mike is lyrically better than Willie D? Yeah. yeah. But when when you're talking about ghetto boys, it ain't just about the lyricism. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's about the history of the North Side and the South Side coming yeah. together. You know what I'm saying? It's about Willie D being a, a straight up fucking champion boxer <laughs> and can throw hey, It's a whole bunch of shit that go into it. You know what I'm saying? Him yeah. pulling up with Bushwick shoot himself in the eye would get shot in the eye. 
That's it, wild. It's a whole history. You got yeah. David Cattle Boy. That's wild. <laughs> Super yeah. wild. Yeah. All right. Last last fun question. Where would you put Scarface in the top MCs of all time? Like Ish. my personal or just period? Yeah, you yeah, I guess either one. You can go your personal or where well, you think he should rank. Well, on both he number two for me. Number two. Oh, who's number one? Nah. Nah. <laughs> All right, right on. Yeah, you and then you yeah. got you got Scarface at two. That's that's yeah, dope. Hell yeah. He yeah. really they really won A one B for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because there are days where I'm like, God damn, face is the illest cat to ever do it. You know what I'm saying? So when he dropped that tiny desk tapes, man. Yeah. I was like, damn. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's the GOAT, bro. And then Nas will fucking say something on Instagram or post on IG like, nah, he's the GOAT. I always <laughs> go, I go back and forth between those two. So, yeah. Yeah, they want it too. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Well, listen, be, before it gets too late, I do want to spend a little bit of time uh, asking you about this album that you made last year, Permanently Blackface, The First Expression. First, let's start with that title, The First Expression. Does this mean there's a second expression coming? Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Is the second expression going to be like an extension, like a similar sound, or is it like a totally different sound? It's going to be its own expression. Okay, all right. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, everything's going to tie. Everything that I've been doing album-wise is going to tie in. People will see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dope. I can't. I can't wait to hear it. So this oh, album, yeah. I'm really big. Like I, I've, I've made. I started making beats when I was really young, and so I always kind of listen to like the feel of an album first and foremost. And what really caught my ear on this album is the way you sequenced it, in that like the first like four or five songs, they're they're a little more laid back. Like there's not like really booming drums like like the uh, was it Spooks Blues just has this like super dope horn and this like music landscape that's like kind of eerie and jazzy at the same time really dope and so it's it's kind of like that starting out like it's not like these booming drums but then you give us a little interlude and then you get us with the uh, Blackson control it's like, it's like it's almost like to give people like a reference almost like a, a griselda like just like this booming yeah. joint it's not real fast but it just kind of moves like an alchemist almost like type feel and shout out the walls man yeah, yeah. and then the rest of the album kind of takes that same feel so it's like you warm us up you know in a way is it was that intentional or is that just kind of how it it spilled out yeah yeah man that's that's um i I feel I get better with each project. So, but every project that I do, I try to make it feel a certain way because I'm a movie buff. Mm. So my my engineer is like, man, you always try to get stuff to sound like movies. And <laughs> not complaining, but he just be talking about me and how <laughs> right. serious I am about it. So it's just my like my next project that I'm dropping in March, Temple Needs Water, Village Needs Peace, with real bad man. It's it's it's. It's kind of like that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but um, it already is like that. But anyway, yeah, man, it's about telling the story than giving you action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta you gotta tell it. If you listen to the lyrics, it's kind of like I'm showing you where we came from. You know what I'm saying? And showing you where I come from, and me knowing these things as a child, and talking to these people. 
and seeing that people of my age at the time when I was younger were getting the short end of the stick. I don't understand why, but these are the reasons why. Let me show you the fuck why. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Here comes the action now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like buttering you up to fucking slap you in the face real quick. <laughs> That's it. It's telling I'm, I'm we tell you the story, I'm gonna slap shit at you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how movies are. The movies, like, they build you up to the goddamn most tense part of the thing. And it might be the the lead character gets murdered. You know what I'm saying? Everything that happened leading up to that had to happen. Right. So you feel this way when that character dies. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I like to do my album. Yeah, it's it's a super dope album. It flows well. Uh, I like the movie comparison because it really does have a feel to it. it. Like you can almost see, you know, you can almost see it, you know. And I love it because it's not, you know, the songs don't sound the same, but there's something that like ties them all together. You know, it's it's not like there's a couple down south songs and then there's the the East Coast song, and then there's the West Coast song, and then there's this song. that It has a feel to it, which I really appreciate. And I don't know, man, just the way it moves, it's just a great album. So if, if you're tuning in, you haven't listened to the album yet, go get it. It's permanently Blackface, the first expression. And I, you know, a lot of times I'll ask an artist, you know, what's what's the one, if you had, if you could give a fan one song that doesn't know you, what song would you give them? I wouldn't even say don't listen to a song on this album. Listen to the album. Listen to it from beginning yeah. to end. This it's, is one of those albums I think you need song. to do that. Yeah. It's one song. Yeah. Um, um, but if if you, yeah, I mean, just turn on the intro. That should spark your interest. Yes. I think. You know I love that saying? intro. Thank you. Um, Shouts out to my grandfather. Um, but yeah, man, um, I, I don't know, man. Just... Check my shit out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, check. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it I don't think you'll be disappointed. Nah. And you, you shout out your grandfather. What was his involvement in that on the the intro? Oh well, that's him talking on the intro. Oh, okay. Interlude and outro. That's him. Okay. Um, talking after um the minstrel skits skits. Cool. So um, yeah, man. Um, he he's a big influence on my rap career and the way I rap and the words I use and because I come from a, a line of educators. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my granddad is an activist. He's still active now. My great grandmother was the commissioner of the Board of Education. Oh wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So things things like that. Um so it only made sense for me to bring him in on this album. It's talking about the shit he's involved in. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that's, that's how dope. that came about. Yeah, that's super dope. Um, who was it one producer that did all the beats or was it multiple producers? I produced one. It's like everybody produced one. Um Bohemia, Lynch, and Walls produced one together. Walls produced one by itself. Cities of V produced Spook Blues, SB11, um, produced Melanin Child, Walls wow. produced Blacks in Control. Um, what's after Blacks in Control? Um, uh, 
the story of damn, what's the name of that song? Anyway, I produced the next song after Blacks in Control. And after that song, that's Dana. He produces that one. And um, my engineer, Logan, um, Hollow Soul, he introduced the last two. I mean, he produced the last two. Did he do Fly, yeah. Blackface Fly? It's hard, it's hard to say one beat is my favorite. Yep. But if I had to, I think it would be that one. If I had That's to. Everybody's favorite, yeah. Yeah. I don't know those clothes. There's a lot. I mean, that joint, that uh, Blacks in Control, man, that that's a dope beat too like they're yeah it's all dope uh man you know what it's like it's almost like that Nas influence is coming because Nas was able to put together that Illmatic album with all these different producers but it had a very consistent feel I'm amazed that I figured it was one producer that did it all because nah, it has nah, a feel nah. to it that's so nah, great, I just know how great to, job I curating that joint yeah like we we all like we're similar in some ways because we know what we like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Which is why we're working together. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying so. Um, it, it it was it was fairly easy. Everybody that produced on the joint is family, and That's they dope. know what kind of shit I like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. Yeah, man. That's dope. Thank you, dope. bro. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you for making it. And uh, is there there was vinyl? Is that right? Is there still vinyl? Yes. Or sold There's out? Still vinyl. No. Um, well, two of them have sold out. The OB ones, the OB strip ones, and the gray ones sold out. But there are still red and black ones left on the bigluca.bandcamp.com website. Okay. Bandcamp, yeah. So. so make sure you go to that, that bigluca.bandcamp site. Get your copy today. Is there any plans for a CD? You know, I think I was bugging you about a CD. Yeah. Months ago, um, I'm gonna do CDs, man. We, we should talk about CDs. Okay, hey, we yeah, we can hook it up for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be. Let's talk about CDs. Yeah, I do want to get CDs for that because I got cassettes and vinyls for it. So yeah, I might as well do CDs. Hey, might as well for us CD yeah. nerds out there. So, all right, cool. Well, get the album if you've not heard it. Go listen to it. It's called Permanently Blackface: The First Expression by Luca. Uh, anything you can tell us about uh, what's coming up next? Any albums you got? The Second Expression? Anything else that you want to share? Well, Second Expression won't be out until the top of 2025. 2025, okay. Um, um, but this year, um, in March, I'll be dropping an album with Real Bad Man called um, Temple Needs Water, Village Needs Peace. That's a dope and, title. Uh, appreciate that, man. And we got some crazy shit going on on that joint. Um, um, just locked in with preservation, so we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get something rocking. Well, is that pres- on- huh? Is that the preservation that did a, a joint with Ka and, and worked with mm-hmm. Most Def? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, him and um, I'm finishing up the static joint right now. So- An album or a song? Um, with Static Selective? Yeah. What? Man, you got real bad man stat- Hey, I'm telling you, the prophecy is going to come true. I was telling my wife, my, my, I was telling my wife earlier on our way home from the thing, I was like, yo, the, the dude I'm interviewing, like he's he's getting some publicity, some things are happening. I was like, I, I bet if he gets, if things work out for him, I think I think he could be big, like big, big. So I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I just there's just something about you. I think you just have that like crossover appeal. 
but not like selling out appeal, you know, like I feel like everyone, everyone can appreciate you, you know, and it makes sense. Like my engineer, early, my yeah. engineer tells me that all the time. Bro. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, let's just make music. Yeah. It's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Good, <laughs> yeah, thought, man, good thought. Yeah. Let's just make music. Man. Yeah, all that other shit have come, man. Just man. Right. So, yeah. But thank you for seeing it, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. I, well, I wish you continued success. I'm excited to hear about Real Bad Man. That, that's some great production comes out of that. So, yeah, it's yeah. going to be crazy. Is it, okay. <laughs> Excuse my ignorance. Is it just one dude? Or is it, it's Real like Bad a, Man? yeah, or is it like a, a duo nah, or a trio? It's just one guy. It's I thought it guy. was like a, a production team. Nah, man. I told him, and I hope he's watching. I told him <laughs> that he should keep that. Cause he showed his face on an interview. You know oh, did saying? he? Yeah. And I told him, I said, man, you should have kept that mysterious shit going. Man. Hey, you he... thought it was a band of people. You right. He, he needs to take it down. He should take it down. <laughs> yeah, man. So, <laughs> Delete that. Nah, but yeah. But nah, he's, he's very talented. Real dope cat, man. We actually developed a relationship after um, doing this project. It's one of my favorite projects um, that I've done. And, um, yeah, man. It's gonna be I can't wait to see how people react to it, honestly. I man, I can't I can't wait to to hear it. Especially with a title yeah. like that. That's an interesting title. So all right. Uh before before we get out of here today, we always like to end the show celebrating some hip hop albums. Uh so we play a little game called One Word, where I will show you an album and then invite you to try to capture that album in one word. Let's um, do it. See, see if you can do it. We're going to start with an album we've never done on the show. In fact, nobody has ever told me this is one of their favorite albums, and I was excited that you did because I think this is an underrated gem. This is Behind Bars by Slick Rick. Right there. Tough. Tough. Yeah. Yeah, because I think he was in jail when this came out. I, I think that's the story. I think something dealing with jail was around this album because this album didn't even get pushed properly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, that album is tough, man. That, yo, the remixes on that joint are crazy. One of the, one of my favorite songs, I know you said one word, but yo, I just got to say this. <laughs> that's all right. One of my favorite songs on that joint, um, Life, Life Without Love. Hmm. That song really, really, really influenced me to really dig deep with telling stories, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All alone, no one to be with. And him telling that damn love story, bro. And that album's tough, man. Yeah. It's a tough album. All right. Here's another album that doesn't get mentioned enough. This is 456 by Cool G Rap. Teacher. Teacher? Yeah. Interesting. Why teacher? Yo, the the, peop, the person that we think is the greatest rapper of all time, that's who he got that shit from. Coogee mm. rap had to remind people where Nas, Pawn, BL, all that shit, Raekwon, me, you know what I'm saying, my <laughs> uncle, all of that shit. We got that shit from him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That, yo, that's that's 
that's teacher, bro. Yeah. Uh, I feel that. That's dope. I, I love this album. Such a good album. Yes. Yeah. All right. What are we going to show next? Oh, I got to show this one. This is a good one. This is Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. Grammy. Oh, yeah. It, it did get nominated, didn't it? Yeah, but it lost against the GOAT. But honestly, <laughs> that joint, that, because he won for King Disease 1, and that joint ain't that. You know right. What I'm but I wasn't mad because Nas needed this, bro. Right. Finally. Yeah. But that joint should have won. So I'll say I, Grammy. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Up next, I know you'll love this album. This is The Diary by Scarface. Classic. Classic, yeah. <laughs> Classy. That's he won his first awards off that joint. Would you say it's your fa- right. your favorite? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. What you say? say? Favorite Scarface album? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a few. He's got a few good ones. Yeah. Nah, that's my joint though. Hands on the dead body. Yeah. Jesse James. Jesse James. No yeah. Tears? That was my joint. <laughs> going uh, oh down. no tear yeah no tears yeah, yeah. that was dope okay yeah. all right let's let's go up to uh Griselda this is Tana Talk three three <laughs> golden now why golden that's when you started to see he was like the golden child bro like they started mm. giving him the J comparison yeah you know what I'm saying he was coming too you know what I'm saying yeah uh, yeah, that's that's just that's the golden stage for him, I think. All right, we we talked about you know what we're gonna do in the final round. We're gonna do a little um do all of them. We're gonna do a little this or that joint. All right. So this it's not which one is better. I don't like those conversations, like, oh, this one's better. It's which one do you gravitate towards more? Which one do you resonate with more in 2024? And I mean you can say both if you want. All right, so we're going to start with some new ones. This is Cheat Codes on this side, Black Thought, and uh, Glorious Game, Black Thought. Very different albums. Same great MC. Here we go. I'm going to go Cheat Codes, man. Cheat, cheat, when cheat I heard Cheat Codes, when I heard Cheat Codes, I just had to go right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Black Thought is like my, he's in my top five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I love Black Thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glorious Game is like a beautiful fucking album, though. Yeah. But she yeah. calls it, it's like, Rrr. you know what I'm saying? What did you think it's, about the, the mix of this album, how it sounded? Because I know some people were not happy with the, the mix of it. It sounded doomish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounded like some shit. I mean, I, I mean, yo, I, man, listen, I'm a hopping cat, man. If Black Thought talking, I'm a listen. I don't care <laughs> yeah. how he sounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, same. Yeah, Rayquan on the album, I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, but, but Glorious Game is a beautiful fucking album. Man. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, two, two more rounds here. We got King's Disease 2, King's Disease 3. Mm. That boy was a lead on both of them. 
Yeah. All right. So, so just because those joints are fresh, I don't really know them like that. But I'm gonna tell you which one, whichever one store run is on. That which is. I think is this one. Store run. I think it's yeah. two. It's, it's two. two. Yeah. Store run. Yo. That's he. What, what was the song that um Jay, um and Yo Got Yo Gotti plays the Jay Big Big Dog Talk Big Homie Talk or something like that. Okay, I feel YK like Nas TV. was in. Yeah. Huh? Was it YKTV? No, 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 no. Oh. This this is a separate um oh, situation. Sorry. But no, no. Um, it was a, a thing going around. I think Gotti had went to Nas, not Jay. Gotti went to Nas and was playing like his big homie track, where he was basically trying to. Like big homie and the home, the little homie, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the bag Nas was in mm-hmm. on this joint. You know what I'm saying? That's why that song Store Run stuck out to me. Because he like, I seen y'all on the store run. Y'all, y'all know the fuck I am. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. All right. Last one. And you can I think I think I know what you're gonna say. And you can settle it once and for all. What's the better? <laughs> what's the better album? Which one do you gravitate towards? Till death do us part, or the resurrection? Resurrection, man. Yeah, it's, I thought I thought res- you said that. I mean, resurrection is like, in a sense, more mature in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, on on um, till death do us part, they were strictly with the shit on that joint. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. On resurrection, it was, they were strictly with the shit, but it was a little political too. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Like they're talking about the the people coming together, and they were trying to get the talking about the ghetto fantasies, and right. like, we stuck in those situations and things of that nature. Even though they talked about that a little bit on Till Death Do Us Part, it wasn't like yeah. Was on resurrection, it was a little bit more polished. Yeah, totally. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And while we're on the ghetto boys, I just want to see what you think. Are you a fan? What do you think of uh, Bushwick Bill's uh, what was it, Phantom of the Rapper album? Do you remember this album? That one and Little Big Man is crazy. Yeah, I feel like Phantom of the Rapper, especially like, is just it's underrated. I think it's a really good album. Yo, look me in my eyes. What did he say? Put me in a room with four glitz, two guns and four clips. Ain't in my dome, and I bet I won't flinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know I'm going out in the blast. Yeah, yo, that was all family on the rap. You know, my dad got mad once. I was just telling my homie this story because my dad is a big Scarface fan. So that's kind of how I got into into Scarface later. You know what I'm saying? Deeply, but anyway, uh, he called my mom. He was like. He's like, man, I really think he liked Bushwick Bill better than he likes Scarface. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought Bushwick Bill was just wicked with the shit he was yeah. saying. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, man. Both Bushwick Bill, Bill it was a talent. was a, a generational talent, bro. He was dope. One of a kind. And he will be missed. Phantom yeah. of the Rapper is a dope-ass album. Bro. Yeah. Agree, agree. Well, big uh, Luca, thank you for being here, man. Uh, the last thing we always do before we we head out is we give shout outs. So I'll I'll give a few. 
and then uh, I'll turn it over to you to give the final shout outs of the night. Sound good? Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, shout out the crew uh, that couldn't be here. Profound. And uh, I Moss. I want, also want to shout out my man, Big Stowe and Bo Brown and Joe November, also part of the crew. Um, just want to shout out hip hop, man, especially Southern hip hop, Memphis hip hop. Just, you know, people putting in their heart and soul into the music. And um, it's it. hopefully it doesn't go unnoticed and Tonight, definitely want to give you a shout out, Luca. Thank you for, you know, the dope music. I, I have been listening, and I feel like I think you mentioned it. Each album gets better, and I agree. I feel like each of your projects are getting better, and so I can't wait for these, you know, projects that are coming. So yeah, so shout out for you for you know being a a master of your craft, a, a teacher in in this thing, and and learning and and getting better and growing. I appreciate that, and I appreciate the music you're making and what you're bringing. Uh, to the table so shout out to you uh, for that and for you know sharing some time with us tonight and uh with that i'll turn it over to you for the final shout out yeah. to the night salute to you for having me on this joint bro what you all are doing is beautiful anything dealing with the culture is beautiful boom bap is a beautiful thing bro you know what yeah, i'm man. saying and 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 you, you know what i'm saying and it seems you were just giving me flowers um, and your homies weren't able to be here because they had other things that they had to do that are crazy important. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's dope because they also doing this shit, which is crazy important. Yeah. So thank you and them for giving me the flowers. Shouts out to y'all. Shouts out to everybody that tuning in, fans, family, loved ones. Y'all be peaceful. Stay safe out there. And, you know, just listen to music, man. Let the music take you away. You know what I'm saying? Stop with all this 30 minutes on one album and you throw it away. Nah, man. You got to enjoy music because it's one of the finest arts, man. So I just tell everybody, when you listen listening to music, listen to it. Enjoy it. Go back. You'll learn something new every time. So, peace and love. Pour it up. Yeah. You heard him. On that yeah. note, we always say peace, peace, peace. Peace.